Welcome to the Crazy in 10 or Less. This is a show where I give it to you in 10 minutes or under. And if I don't... I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Anyway, as we approach the end of the year, how important is the recap? That's the topic of the day. I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. Stop acting up. Let's get it. All right. Recap. What do you mean, Sam? What do you mean? Well, I'll tell you what I mean since you're asking and you're all over my, me and stuff. Anyway, so <clears throat> being independent is hard. Everybody knows that. Um, working with others is can be hard. Everybody knows that. Working alone can be extremely hard. Everybody knows that. But the the recap for the sake of this episode is really analyzing the year. Taking a hard look at yourself, your output, your intake, your investments, your losses, just really analyzing and thinking of it as a business, right? Because you need to forecast, right? What do you mean by forecast? You need to anticipate what potential future growth, if any, that you can um, work towards if you make the right decisions now, right? So here's, I got... I have eight, eight to eight specific things that I, I want you to look at, that I'm looking at, to really understand what does 2023 mean. Um, how can I um, not repeat the same mistakes, take the same kinds of losses, um, get ahead of the curve, learn from things throughout this journey in 2022? It's really important, right? So, like the first thing on my list is the outbound cost. The outbound cost, how much did you spend on producing your material? Uh, you know, whether it's paying uh, creatives, whether it's paying for printing, paying for, you know, shipping, paying for supplies, all your outbound costs. What's the cost of doing business? How much did you spend? Right? Now you got to compare that to your inbound earnings. Did you make anything? You know? Compared to what you spent. Now, I'm not saying take one event. You And what you want to do is take all your receipts. And if you're an independent, you should be itemizing. You should have a folder for all of the money you spent. Right? So, you take you take all your receipts. You add them up. You have all the costs. And then you say, all right, how much, did, how much did I make on my online sales from my website? How much did I make at a convention? You know, um, was there any residuals from a Kickstarter? Right. People do Kickstarters. I know I haven't seen any residuals of Kickstarter. All the money that I've made has gone straight back to the Kickstarter. Um, you know, I haven't had that benefit. Uh, so you take that and you say, OK, let's say I invested in 2022. Uh, Five thousand dollars. That was the investment. Right. And we're, we're, we're being frugal here. Five thousand dollars. OK. And I've earned $2,500. You just lost $2,500. You didn't even make back that $5,000. So your loss is $7,500. You think about it. You're not even, you're not even making any money. Um, so how are you doing business? 
That's the biggest question you need to ask. And that's where you need to put a question mark by that, right? So if you take, you've taken a significant loss on every level, check mark it. Because if you're not making any residual money from your Kickstarter, you can't add, well, I made this on Kickstarter. No, what the Kickstarter did was it was the cost of doing business. All you did is people ordered it, you printed it, you bought the supplies, the bubble wrap, the tape, the this, the that, the shipping, all that stuff. And that, all that money went out, right? So you can't even, unless you're one of those who have done extremely well on Kickstarter and you had residual, then you can say that this is the income I've made from this, right? So you put that and put a question mark. Event selection, right? How many events did you do, right? That's number one. Then what was my return on investment from those events? Did I make any money at these events? Did I make back the table? Did I make back the travel cost? Did I make back the printing cost? Did I make back? Write those things down. Presentation. What do you want to learn from presentation? Like, Sam, I don't understand that. What, what am I learning from presentation? Did it work? Maybe you didn't make money at a convention because your, present, your presentation was too complicated, was not as impactful as some of the others that were there. So what was it about your presentation that you learned um, that you need to change up or continue doing in 2023? Right? That's the other question. So write that down. Right? So who's doing it well? Who's doing it really good? You know, who's really knocking it out the park? Whose presentation catches your eye? And and then stop and watch. If you're at a convention, stop and watch those tables where they're getting it. They got it. You know, they're impactful. They're 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 specific. You know, there's a message that the consumer can see and they're attracted to. What is it about that setup um, that sticks out to you? And then figure out how do you try to repeat it right with your work, right? Um, Time spent versus return on your investment. So some creatives sometimes don't look at the time spent on social media, right? If you itemize the hours that you spend on social media and you say, let's say you do two hours a day, and there's 365 days a year. So let's say 300 of those days, two hours a day you're spending on social media. Now let's say, let's just say minimum wage, $15 an hour right? Times 300. That's what you're spending on social media to post. That's not the time spent creating the images and graphics and thinking about the content and all that other investment, that time that you've invested to create the stuff to go and post, right? So how much of it and have you got, received the return on investment? I can tell you right now, one thing I'm, I'm figuring out is that uh, Instagram is not the same as it was before. You know, where when the early days of Instagram, I was getting hundreds of likes. Now, getting 19. But I got over 1,000 followers on one of my Instagram profiles, right? I got 1,800 followers, and I'm like, wait, but I'm only getting... So, are people actually seeing it? You know, um, am I using the right hashtags? Am I doing this? So, it, that means more educating that means more investment in my research r&d right so is it worth it should i be spending that much energy trying to figure out how to to circumvent the algorithm that continues to change to make it harder and harder and harder to generate revenue right so and if that's that's your purpose that's your purpose so the time spent versus um, return are you getting active followers are people or is it just your peers in the industry or you know that time, all that time that you're posting, who's seeing it? How do you know? Are they active? I can tell you right now, just to get people to talk about the books that they've invested in 
is is a hard game. You know, people are are, are fickle in a way where unless they've seen you on television or a major um, organization like Newsroom or whatever's featured you, or if they or somebody you know basically sponsored you, like basically saying you know like somebody like Top Shelf or whatever, and, and next then they they're attracted to that like flies, right? But when you're when you're not known and you don't have that reputation, um, it's hard. So people might just invest in the book because it sounds cool. They like it, blah blah blah. They read it, they enjoy it, they move on. But that you know what you want is how do you build those active and, and, and members, supporters? How do you make that community active and, and 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 create that engagement? That requires time. So are you getting that return on investment? How many? active users have you added to your social handles over the year, right? That's the bigger question. Your circle, who you surround yourself with, you know, are, are there people in your circle that are, are really hindering your output, critical of what you do, not really supportive of what it is you're doing, you know, toxic, you know, making you really doubt yourself. The, the question is, do you need that in your life? If you really want to be a success, do you really need that in your life? So surround yourself with like-minded individuals who generally really, really care about you. Because I could tell you right now, the, over the years, I've, I've made a lot of acquaintances. And over the years, I've helped out hundreds of people. Um, and I have... If you take all of my social media, I got I have thousands of people on that uh, on my handles, right? There's no return on on all those people there. They're there because they know you, but they're not really active supporters or uh, of what you do. So don't take it personal. It's like oh, because I like them, boom, that's it. Um, and I want to I want to stay in touch with what they do, with what he does or what he sh- he she does, and I you know that's the reason why I have them as a friend. Um, and I'm not really into the comic thing. I'm not really into this. So, you know, uh, you know, I'll just use it just to stay in touch. That's the, that's the reality of life. So are you looking for headcount? Or are you looking really to just expand your reach on your products? It really should be about your product and, uh, and not compromising your integrity or the integrity of your brand by trying to sing and dance because that's what the trend is. And that's just one man's point of view. You know, again, it goes back to the community growth. Is it growing? Is it not? You know, what communities are going to work for what you need, what you're doing? You know, what communities should you be a part of? You know, what communities have you been a part of? Have you seen a return from being an active member on these communities? That's the next question you need to ask yourself, right? And uh, platforms, which, you know, should you remove or, you know, uh, shut down your accounts on certain platforms that have not given you the return on your investment, right? So if you take all those things and you, you, what you should do is what I do is I use a dry erase board and I, and I put it down and I start asking why and I, and I start analyzing, right? I know I learned a lot about my, my, my display. I learned a lot about what conventions I don't want. I don't want to do pop culture shows. I want to do conventions that are independent friendly. I don't want to do pop culture shows because pop culture shows are really good for the toys, for cosplayers, for the celebrities, you know, for the gaming I want a comic-centric focused event. That's where my mindset is. 
right? That's where I'm geared towards. That means there are events I did. I did six events this year. I'm doing two next year from the six. I won't be repeating the other four because they weren't really tailored to what my needs were, right? So I learned, yeah, hey, don't repeat that. I took a loss. I'm not going to repeat that. So I'm really going to do my homework for next year. Um, those are the things that's going to help you um, not repeat the mistakes you did before and hopefully have a better outcome in 2023. But if you don't ask yourself these questions, if you don't analyze it, and it's the, it is it is discouraging, it's disheartening, it's frustrating. No one wants to do, you know, we just want to create. We don't want to have to run a business. We want to create, right? But unfortunately, in this arena, when you don't have the capital, you have to really watch your pennies and really understand what, you know, there's this big talk about um, offset printing and and all these other things, whatever. If you have the capital, go for it. If you don't, don't. I don't want to sit with a basement full of books that I can't move. My first priority is create great content. Second priority is figure out how to get it into people's hands. That's it. That's it. But I had some wins in 2022, had some losses in 2022. I can't repeat that in 2023. I have to eliminate those losses and add more wins to the pipeline. So that's basically what it is. So take a hard look. At, you know, it's a great time now. The year's rounding up. Don't start the new year with aspirational quotes. This year, I'm going to do this. No one needs to know what you're going to do. Just do it, right? Analyze your stuff. You don't need to broadcast your losses. Just analyze your stuff. Take a hard look at yourself, you know? And, and if you say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. That's fine. But at least you made that decision on your own based on your own analysis, Right. So do the analysis, do the homework, you know, protect yourself. And uh, remember, content first, content first. Then the rest should come uh, along the way as we learn and grow. I mean, I, I learn every day. I learn every day. And so um, that's it. Those are the eight things that I thought would, would um, can start you off on the right foot for 2023. What do you think? You have any comments, any feedback about this? Let me know. Put it in the comments below. If you like this episode, give me a thumbs up. Join us Thursday for the Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew as George and I really deep dive into this if you really want more from this and you want to participate in the conversation, join us in the live chat, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Thursday morning, every Thursday morning, the Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew. With that said, will you sign up for the book four of this Nailing My Toilet? I hope you will. I hope you come along for the ride. I really want you to do it. Um, if you do, come back and back it for a physical tier. You're going to get a free enamel pin. Um, and if you're new to... The Kickstarter, I have something special for you too as well. So with that said, I'm Santa Crazy Man Verge. This is the Crazy Channel List. You guys have a blessed day. Peace.